0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, and I'm Constance Arnold, of course, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show, and today I am broadcasting from sunny and beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. I am so grateful and thankful that you are listening to the show today, and I can truly say, as I do every week, with all of the faith that's on the inside of me, I believe that That the Spirit of God attracted you here so that you can receive the insight, the revelation, the awakening that you need in order to help you to live a more abundant and purposeful life because we know that is the will of God for your life, right? Well, uh, how are you doing today? Uh, it is a beautiful day here in the ATL, and uh, I have been doing really well. It is summertime, baby, and the living is easy. It is hot, hot, hot. I jokingly say we don't call it Hot Lana for nothing because it's really hot. Uh, I want to thank all of you, first of all, for following me on social media. On Instagram, you can check me out as LOA Constance. Go ahead and follow me now. And on Facebook, I am Coach with Constance. And I'm asking you also to uh, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Boy, do I have a great show for you today? My very special guest is Joshua Tungle, all the way from the Philippines. He's a YouTube sensation and is an expert on the law of attraction. He's gonna be teaching us some law of attraction manifestation techniques. Anybody interested? Well, I want to remind you about my upcoming uh, virtual coaching success workshop this week. And you know what I realized that I have been giving you guys the wrong date. I've been saying Saturday, July 17th, and it's really Saturday, July 18th. But I still have some spots available, only 10 people, and it is do what you love and the money will eventually follow. So this is for two different groups. Uh, If you are ready to change your career, are you ready to start, expand, or increase your business? So let me talk to all of my folk about who are ready to change your careers or position. How many of y'all know it's time for a change? Anybody feel like that your performance deserves more money? Are you bored and you don't feel challenged? have you performed at at an extraordinary level but you haven't got paid for it what about are you fearful about making a change if so this workshop is for you i'm going to really work with you on discovering what your gifts and talents are and identifying what your transferable skills are Uh, and how you can be compensated for all of your accomplishments so basically for all of my career folk I'm going to be teaching you how to discover design and manifest a new career anybody interested for all of my people who are interested in business y'all know I've been in business for 21 years so let me ask y'all some questions have you been talking about a business but you haven't acted yet what about you might have a landing page but no traffic or you started your business but you got so busy you walked away from it or you having to revise it as we all are because of pandemic times and maybe you just have not been consistent no judgment there right so for all of my people uh who are in who are interested in a business i'm going to really uh talk to you about how to Do the inner work behind your business because you are your business. I'm going to ask you to take a look at your goods, products, and or services. And I'm going to ask you a major question. Uh, Does your products, goods, and or services align with what's happening right now in the world and teach you how to leverage your business on the Internet, even if you don't have a lot of money? So we're going to have a great time. It is from 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 1230. You will have an opportunity to uh, really ask me questions and you're going to get answers in real time. Only 10 people. The price is $99. You are worth that investment. And it's just time for a change. Things are not the same. And things will not be going back to the same way that they were. And so you will have to change. And this is something that people have been asking me to do. Do what you love and the money will eventually follow. So that's either in career or in business. And you know, I'm a living witness, you know, my whole life story is that the money eventually follows and I put eventually in there because it's not going to happen overnight, but money will follow because whatever you do with passion and with love, if you love to cook cakes and your cakes are so good, it may take a while to build your business, but eventually, the multitudes will really desire your cake or your desserts, but it's all about, you know, the platform that you use. These are very interesting times. You're going to have to wake up to what's really going on. I know a lot of people, you know, what they used to sell, for example, I know a stylist uh, who, started making wigs, and then she would wear them online so that people would purchase them because her clients were not coming in. So you see, she had to really make a major shift and change. And that's why one of the main questions that I asked you was this, you know, do your products, goods, and our services Align with what's happening, you know, maybe if you're selling, let's see something, um, maybe if you're selling a five thousand dollar earrings, maybe in this economy, that might not be what people who have dispensable income would be purchasing. So it's a different way of thinking. You've got to shake yourself because there has been a shifting and a change, baby. Things are not the same. So this, this is this Saturday, July eighteenth, uh, from. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll send you a Zoom link. Also, this week, I'll send you some worksheets prior to the event so that when we get on the call, you're going to be ready. So that is fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I'm really excited. So I think that is it. So we're going to go to these quick commercials. And then I'm going to be right back with Joshua. So everybody stay tuned. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com.
1: For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be
0: right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Hi, everybody. I'm back, and I'm so excited. My very special guest is Joshua Tungle, and Joshua is a fresh voice for modern-day spirituality. I call him a YouTube sensation on the law of attraction. He believes that the universe plays no no favors. He's a powerful speaker, and he's, he really teaches on uh, Uh, powerful topics such as the law of attraction, consciousness, manifestation, uh, personal development. Uh, He is the author of two books and he's going to talk to us today about the law of attraction and manifestation. I interviewed him I guess about 8 or 9 years ago and yeah. I I was led to one one morning out walking I needed something spiritually and I found him again and I've been binge, benching on him <laughs> and sort of harassing him. So all the way from the Philippines, Joshua, welcome back to the awesome, Law of Attraction awesome. Radio Network. How you doing?
1: I'm good. Thanks, Constance. It's good to be back. <laughs> it's nice to hear from you again.
0: Yeah. So, um, kind of tell our listeners of what you've been into. And then I have about 30 questions, which we're not <laughs> going to be able to cover. So, I know I'm going to have to have you back. So, kind of, what have you been up to? You're in the Philippines now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I think when you interviewed me several years ago, I was still in the States with my wife. So, we were there for a couple of years. And then We just thought, you know, we miss it out here and we ended up coming back. So that's pretty much it. We're here now. We're enjoying life, um, despite, you know, the whole lockdown that that happened a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. But, you know, life's life's still good.
0: It is. And, you know, I love your work and we're going to get right into it because y'all know all of my listeners. I've interviewed almost everybody that there is on the Law of Attraction, but Joshua Really breaks down the how-tos. So let's just get into it. Let's talk about the law of attraction, Joshua, and And what it is and why do you think people are not manifesting and then I'm going to ask you to share some techniques
1: Sure, so the law of attraction is just basically talking about how our thoughts Basically can attract things, you know, and so there's a lot of misunderstanding on it Which is why people kind of struggle or they doubt this whole idea of like attracting You know certain things into your life based upon your thoughts or your belief systems, but people don't realize that there's a certain Mechanism to it. It's not just like you have a random thought and all of a sudden boom it appears in front of you physically You know, there's there's a little bit more to it. And so that's what I try to do in a lot of my videos is just to give people a clear understanding of what it's like. So in general, Constance, and I'm sure you know this already, we're always manifesting. Everyone's always manifesting. So a lot of people are always saying, Josh, why do I have a struggle manifesting? I'm like, you don't. (laughs) You manifest things every day. Sometimes you manifest things, a lot of things that you don't want, (laughs) you know. So what I teach these things is basically helping people to manifest things that they do want in their lives. And that's where you know you gotta be more deliberate and be more conscious of what you want and then there's a certain technique, so to speak, on how to get those types of things, which is what we can get into now whenever you're ready. So I, I, you have a lot I, of questions. I, I, I'm <laughs>
0: ready. I'm gonna let you just sort of flow on your own. I know one thing you say is consciousness first.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Want me to Get into yeah. That or... so I'm,
0: I'm just going to let you flow. Go ahead and give us some some insight, some revelation about the law of attraction and then some techniques. So we are all ears.
1: Cool. Cool. So, you know, consciousness is pretty much everything. You know, so I I follow. I'm very much influenced by the works of a guy named Neville Goddard, and one of the things that he would constantly say in his messages and in his writings is that consciousness is the one and only reality, and that we pretty much live and move in different states. And so, <clears throat> when you think about it, there's more than just than just this physical world. Everything is consciousness. And so, what what people have to understand is that what you're seeing in front of you, you know, this external reality is pretty much. Your, your, your internal stuff objectified, you know, your consciousness pretty much objectified. And so people try to do the opposite when they're trying to change a reality by focusing on the external world and trying to change their money situation or their health without realizing that it always starts from the inside, you know, as within, so without. And so that's that's the game of it. You know, you got you got to learn on how to understand consciousness that this physical reality is, quote unquote, physical and it's actually more malleable. Right, like things can shift, things can change. And so that's how, you know, the techniques come in come about of how to shift your consciousness so your external reality can start looking differently. So yeah, I mean I don't know how much oh, okay, <laughs> you want to Okay, want so that. <laughs> so
0: so is consciousness what is consciousness? Is it our beliefs, our thoughts, our past experiences, and how can we begin to shift and change that consciousness to what we want?
1: Yeah, so that's kind of like a tricky question, because when you think of consciousness, people will have different ways of explaining it, kind of like the way we define God. Mm -hmm. Everyone has their own definition. So, I mean, to keep things simple for now, I just say that everything is consciousness. But at the same time, I would also say that your imagination is consciousness. God is your imagination, as Neville Goddard says. So if you look at everything, everything has pretty much life, you know, and there's certain things that have intelligence and so, yeah, I mean, when, when you think about that, it's more of just understanding how the universe works and that there are certain rules, there are certain laws that govern the universe. And us learning how to manifest consciously is about learning those particular laws so we could be able to get our desires met.
0: Okay, so how does the universe work, Joshua, and what are some of the laws that listeners need to learn about and tap into and use?
1: Yeah. So one of the laws, just to keep things simple, is that like um, this is something that I'm sure you've talked about a lot on your show, which is the law of attraction. And so like attracts like. So if you have some positive thoughts that you're, you know, that you're thinking about all day, eventually like attracts like you're going to start attracting some positive experiences. And at the same time, um, if you're having some negative thoughts going on and you're constantly actively feeling those types of thoughts, then you're, also going to attract negative circumstances into your life and so like attracts like there's there's this thing with cause and effect things don't just pop up out of nowhere we do live in a universe where there is these laws that are that are governing things and so that's why if you want to see more positive experiences into your life you got to shift your thinking our thoughts matter right and so Yeah, I mean, we could get into the techniques if you want. Okay, let's go
0: go through some techniques because, you know, you hear it all the time and I hear, you know, Joshua Constance, I've been, I read all the books, I looked at the secrets, but things are not changing. And I love your work because you give people techniques, how-tos that they can really learn how to utilize in their everyday lives. So, yeah, so go ahead and share some techniques with us, Joshua.
1: Yeah, so one of the techniques is basically where you, this is where people get trip up, right? It's just, They just think that, oh, your thoughts, you don't really manifest something immediately when you think of something. That's true. That doesn't mean it ex- doesn't exist, though. It actually does exist in a different reality, which is like a different story, <laughs> a whole other bag to get into. But um, <clears throat> one of the key things of manifestation that people have to understand is that, you don't just think about something and then all of a sudden you're going to manifest it. The key is actually the feeling, Mm
0: -hmm. right? And
1: so it's ultimately like a state of being. And so as we talk about in the law of attraction community, you would ask somebody, you know, what are the vibrating, so to speak? You know, so when you are able to think a particular way in a positive way and you're able to feel in a particular way in a positive way and act and you and you notice that it's all consistent then that's where you can actually vibrate like a certain state of being that's when things will start to shift in your life because you know that the feeling is the key when you feel something you're vibrating it you're in that state and so that's one of the key things that i loved about neville goddard is that he can't he constantly talked about Consciousness. He constantly talked about states. So when you see people struggling with this whole law of attraction thing, like, oh, wow, I visualized, nothing happened. I did my vision board, nothing happened. I did affirmations, nothing happened the way that I wanted. It's not about affirming things. It's not about just thinking a positive thought. It's ultimately about a particular state we're always moving in and out of different states so for example i could be in a happy state i could be in a depressed state i could be in a in in an angry state and so what people have to do is that whatever technique that you're using whether it's an affirmation or a vision board or uh, whatever technique that you want to use pretty much scripting you're ultimately aiming towards moving into a particular state when you're in a particular state you're there right? It's it's an, it's it's an actual present moment reality. It's not something that's in the future. So for example, if you're praying for more money, you could be affirming, I'm a bunny, I'm a bunny, I'm a bunny, I'm a bunny. You could be, you know, having a, a $100 bill, photoshopped and put it in, on your desktop or whatever. Okay, good. But that's not, that's not the secret, so to speak. Once again, the secret is the feeling. The secret is the state that if those things can move you into that particular state where you feel like You have that hundred dollars then you're there then there's no more doubts it's no more pretending because you know a lot of people would always say you got to you got to act like it you got to fake it till you make it Mm -hmm. and and in a way that's true but in a way that's not the whole picture because you can fake it but that doesn't mean you're in the state you're just acting like it but eventually you want to fake it until you feel it and when you feel it you're there (laughs) and so the key is is that when you're in that state of mind when you're in that state of consciousness that's an internal thing. But eventually, if you're able to keep it there and you're able to maintain that state, eventually it'll be objectified into, into your external reality. And so that's, it's all that, about moving into profound.
0: different states. That's profound. Yeah. And so let's, yeah. let's unpack that a little bit more, even though you did it quite eloquently. You know, so, so listeners, are they're going to think it and feel it. And when yeah. they're, that puts them in a state.
1: Right, the and, and so and,
0: and the feeling does, and so once they're in the state, do they automatically take action, Joshua? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, so sometimes you can, sometimes you don't. Some people will disagree with me, where you know someone will say you have to take action right away, and I'm I'm kind of a, the opinion that not not necessarily because I mean you could have times where you're doing a particular technique and you're doing it as you're going to bed and so obviously you're not really doing anything physically there except you're you're doing a technique as you're going to bed and the next thing you know a day later something happens, and you didn't quote unquote do anything and like go look for a job or whatever to get more money but someone just randomly came up to you the next day and gave you money (laughs) you know just because they felt led to give you money and so there are things like that so I'm not um against actions, I'm just saying that there, there are cases where you don't necessarily have to act immediately, you know, and, and the fact that you're in a particular state, I do believe that when you're in a particular state, you actually shift to a particular lifeline, to a particular timeline, mm. where if you're in that particular timeline, you're going to be meeting certain people, having certain circumstances that are going to be uniform and consistent with that particular state. So if you're in that high vibe of abundance and wealth, all of a sudden, your reality, you're going to shift to a particular lifeline where there's going to be circumstances and people coming to your life that's going to match that that vibration. And so it's not about you always having to go out there, so to speak, and got to you know work your butt off, but it's about – Entering into that state first, and when it comes to the how, you don't have to worry about that. It'll just flow. It'll just come because you're already there. You're already in the state. You'll want to do things not because you have to anymore, but you'll do things because you want to.
0: That's profound. You know, the example that you gave and I chuckle because I did that 20 years ago where people are just praying to God. Oh, I need more money. Oh, send me love. <laughs> you know, and then they're, they're feeling impoverished. So what about people uh, who yeah. say that they are praying to God? And I tell people everything is already on the inside of you. So for people yeah. who said they're praying for more money, praying for love, praying for the manifestation, what's your take on that?
1: Yeah, so I guess it, it's, it's interesting, Constance, because a video that I'm literally putting out right after this interview is about prayer. <laughs> so, okay, the, 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 I'm in the yeah.
0: spirit today, <laughs> hallelujah. You <laughs>
1: You're in the flow. <laughs> so when you think about it, though, it, it's interesting because I'm sure you know a little bit of my background mm-hmm. from our first interview. I grew up in a Christian church as well. And so with the question that it comes down to is what exactly is prayer? And you're gonna have different ways of understanding prayer based upon who you're talking to. Right? So if you're talking to someone with a very conservative or very fundamental fundamentalist background, you're gonna be having someone who prays to a God who's outside of them because they believe in what's called a theistic God, where this God is outside of you and that you have to pray by asking. And it's up to this God who's outside of you to give you if he wants to whether it's his will so sometimes he'll say yes sometimes he'll say no and sometimes he'll say not now according to how some people interpret it but then when you look at that it's very unstable all right it's like you'll never have confidence of getting what you desire because it's like it's just really left up to this god who will decide for you but the way i'm understanding it is that there is no god outside of you but everything is god or your imagination is god or if that if that language scares some people, I'll just say, well, then look at God as within you. And instead of saying everything is God, if that scares somebody, but God is within you. So there's no separation. And if that's the case, and if God is everything, God owns everything, then in, in a sense, you have everything already in place. I mean, you may not see it physically right before your eyes, but everything you need, you already have. And so if that's true, all it takes is for you to, to wake up and to be aware of what you already have. So it's not about you getting something that you don't already have. That here you don't have it. And you need to have a God outside of you giving it to you. No, no. You just wake up. <laughs> to that partic- You move into that particular state of abundance. And then boom. It's there. It's eventually going to manifest. Because it's there. And then your circumstances and the right people at the right time. Will prove it to you. That these things are. That you're in the right state. And so it's so true about how. This is what I'm guilty of this. So back in the day when we would be struggling with money, I would pray the way that I was taught where I would just talk to God and and just think, well, God, if it's your will, I don't know why I'm struggling so much. You know, I'm not doing anything bad, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, why am I struggling? And then sometimes I would even cry, you know, because we had some really rough times and I would go to sleep just feeling very inadequate. And I was thinking, man, if I have to beg, you know, God, then what kind of God is that? You know what I mean, and so when everything changed for me, Constance, is when I was able to change my awareness, my consciousness that everything that I need I already have, and that all the wealth that i that I want ultimately is within me because everything is uh, you know everything flows from our imagination, so if I could feel like I deserve much, then I will get more and that that's one of the things that really shifted my my financial situation. Honestly, Constance, was when I was able to tell myself that I deserve more because back then it's like I'm always trying to have a coping mechanism saying, oh, maybe I'm struggling because this, I, because God's trying to teach me a lesson. I got to grow and yada, yada, yada. But it wasn't until I was really able to believe that I deserve more. That's when I was able to see more manifested in my life easily. Because back then, you know, w- when you really think about it, Constance, you, we, we ultimately don't get what we deserve. See, because when I look at this world, I see everybody as deserving, as beautiful people, valuable people who deserve more than what they usually get, what they usually get paid for, you know, for their work. And but that's the thing. You don't get what we deserve. We get what we think we deserve, <laughs> right? And so oh. if you're able to think that you deserve more, which means that you're able to feel that you deserve more, and when you're feeling that you deserve more, you're vibrating at a certain frequency. Your thoughts are radiating at a certain w- in a certain way. And so when you're able to do that, all, all of a sudden, you're at a different state of being. And when you're in a different state of being internally, all of a sudden, eventually, things will unfold to match that vibration. Right. And so that's when you'll start to see a shift. And this could be applied to anything. It doesn't just have to be to money.
0: So true. You know, yesterday I was driving in my car. I'm a big a football fan, Joshua. And they were talking <laughs> about Patrick Mahone just signed almost a half million dollar, uh, mm. a half billion dollar deal, of course, over a 12 year period. And I just thought I thought to myself, well, what is it? that that person believes that they can deserve that and that they can ask for that. And then somebody else can hardly pay their rent. I'm so glad you answered that because I love you. You, you, you often say the universe plays no favorites. So, so listeners would have to feel like they deserve it and know that is that the state they need to be in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's ultimately what's the difference between a football player and another person who has another job and they're not making much? it's the belief, mm. right? If they believe they deserve it, then eventually they're going to get if they really believed it, right? Not if they just say it, <laughs> not even if they just think it, right? Because you could just have a thought and then it just passes away. But someone who really feels it, they really vibrate it. Yeah, it'll match up even if they're not the, the the you know, the person with the best integrity. Unfortunately, it's just because this is the laws of the universe, You know, so that's that's the thing. But of course, I would encourage that if, you know, you have integrity at the same time.
0: Yeah. So so you mentioned we talked about money and we know what's happening globally and you have some great videos on how to attract wealth. So what else can you share with listeners about attracting more abundance of wealth into their lives? Is there a technique or something that they could do in order to uh, attract more abundance and
1: wealth? Sure. I, I could share something that I put out just last week. And okay. this was uh, by the works of Joseph Murphy, which is one Ooh, of my I favorite writers. Yeah, he's awesome. And one of the techniques, which is so simple, yet it's so profound because I've never heard it put this way, is that he would encourage people to just say two words wealth and success. Mm. That's it. Just wealth, wealth and success. Success. And some people will say, but, but don't you got to say, I am wealthy, I am successful, you know, like all those I am, I am. And not necessarily. Here's why. You can say that. But then his experience and my experience and other people's experience has been is that sometimes when you're saying that I am X, you know, X, Y, and Z, I am healthy, I am wealthy, the struggle that people have is that when they say it they feel like they're lying to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and so what happens is that if you're, if you're saying I am wealthy, I am successful, and you feel like you're lying to yourself, believe it or not, it's going to backfire on you because what your subconscious will do is that it'll pick up the more dominant feeling, the more dominant belief, which is deep down, even though you're saying you're wealthy, you don't believe it. So your subconscious is just constantly just going to pick that up and say, yeah, he's just lying to himself and he's going to keep attracting the very thing that he's struggling with. And so you can say that I am, but it's just to play safe you can just pick those two words wealth and success as you're going to sleep and you're you're going you're in that what's called a hypnagogic state right so or neville goddard would use the phrase the um uh the state uh, akin to sleep it's like right before you're falling asleep and that's one of the best times to do your affirmations because your mind is a lot more receptive right unlike during the day imagine if you're saying like i am wealthy Um, I'm rich and money comes to me easily. If you're saying that during the day, your your conscious mind will be like, "No, you're not." (laughs) Quit (laughs) lying. Yeah, you're lying, (laughs) and all of a sudden you look at your bank account and you're you're doubting yourself. And and, but when you're going to bed, it's kind of like a self hypnosis. You're more drowsy, right? So your mind is more receptive to things. So when you're just saying wealth and success, there's no conflict
0: there because you're not saying I
1: am. And so wealth. Joseph Murphy says that wealth and success are real powers that are within you. And so the more that you say those two words, wealth, success, as you're going to sleep, eventually your subconscious is going to pick it up. And what happens is that when anything gets impressed upon the subconscious mind, it becomes a reality.
0: Ooh, that's so I could talk to you for like eight hours, so, <laughs> so, so so let's talk about the subconscious mind, so do you have any a technique where listeners can begin to reprogram that subconscious mind, and why is that important
1: yeah, so um the thing is our our subconscious mind is very powerful right so i mean that's that's a thing your conscious mind says one thing like i want to make more money or i want to be healthy but then subconsciously you have a lot of your limiting beliefs there because unfortunately it could have started from our childhood whether we got it from you know the people that we grew up around with if it's our parents our community whatever and the thing is is that during that period up until like the age of six or seven whatever we inherited you know it basically was absorbed within our subconscious mind and so that's why you'll see a lot of people struggle throughout the years you know trying to have certain desires meant like whether it's more money but the thing is they grew up in a household where they had picked up a lot of bad beliefs about money like money's bad or all rich people are corrupt and so even as they got older They want to make more money, but in their subconscious, they have all those beliefs that were kind of ingrained into them, unfortunately. So the question is, is there still hope? And the answer is yes. (laughs) So it can take some time for some people. And to be honest, out of all the techniques that I've I've learned, Constance, um, that's been the most effective for me has been the one that I just mentioned earlier, Mm. which is when you want to do it as you're going to sleep. I mean, I've done a lot of different techniques. I've shared a lot of different techniques, but... Honestly, that's a technique that I still do every day. And so, like I said, the reason why you want to choose that particular time is, like I said, it's because your your mind is more receptive. So it's either when you're going to sleep, you could do your affirmations, you could do your imaginings, as Neville Goddard likes to talk about a lot. You're using your imagination to eventually reach that feeling, reach that state, or... You can do it like right when you're barely waking up in the morning because you and I know that when you first wake up in the morning You're still a little bit drowsy. Yeah, so those are the two best times to do it So like I said earlier, you can do your techniques during the day But like I said, there could be some struggle there There could be a conflict because you're fully awake (laughs) and you still have your doubts But if you were to do it during the day, I would encourage you is that you want to find a time When you could really quiet your mind so if you're like at work and you have a break. Just find a moment when you could find a seat, just sit down, quiet your mind, be still, and then quietly affirm whatever it is that you want, whether it's your health or money, just just say it, you just speak it. You don't have to force it, you just relax. You be in a relaxed state of receiving, right, because your, your mind's just gonna start to receive those impressions. You don't wanna force those things, and I think that's where people struggle. The more you try too hard, the more resistance the more resistance there's going to be and it's going to backfire on you right you want to just ease into it just play cool just relax just repeat things you don't have to try it's kind of like a self hypnosis going on
0: that's so good. So, you know, you yeah. mentioned Neville, and I love him. I have all of his books. Neville was awesome. a man ahead of his time.
1: Definitely.
0: And uh, you talk about he how he shares about God is imagination. So sure, talk to us yes. about imagination. What would that look like? How would that work for listeners?
1: Yeah, so that, that Neville, man, he's so precious. Like he's really mm-hmm. a gem, you know, for for us people who are teaching these things and yeah so Neville was big on using the imagination to manifest your desire and to Neville he would say that your imagination is God (laughs) you know so imagine if he was ahead of his time speaking to religious communities saying something like that it would really raise a lot of red flags but he had a lot of interesting experiences that would really demonstrate that what he's teaching has some power to that there's some validity to it and yeah so basically what Neville would say is that Everything is consciousness. Everything is pretty much within your imagination. All of our experiences that we go through, the ups and the downs, it's all God. So if you want to change your reality, you got to change your consciousness. You got to change the way you're using your imagination because we can use our imagination for good, but we could also use it for not so good things. And so Neville's techniques was always about imagining something. So if you have a desire, like let's just say you want to have more money, he would just say, imagine. Imagine what would it be like if you had such and such? What would it be like if you had that money? What would you do? What would you say? How would you act? But then he wouldn't just stop there? He would say within your imagination is that you eventually want to have the feeling you want to reach That state where you feel that feeling, you know, what which is why his most famous book is the feeling is a secret And it's 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 that's the, that's pretty much the key to it all It's the feeling because when when you think about it, Constance, you imagine if somebody says, "All right, I'm wealthy," and I'm like, "All right, you you really believe that?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "All right, let's go treat ourselves to a nice dinner tonight." And they're like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, uh all of a sudden they feel a little <laughs> hesitant. So they could say one thing, right? They could say they they imagine something, but if their feeling is not there, they're they're not vibrating at that frequency. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're, they're in the still of the poverty mind or the lack mindset. And so that's that's the thing with prayer, as I forgot to mention earlier, is that real prayer is just your desire that what you want to do is that reach that state of consciousness. So if you're praying to God for more money, but your consciousness you're in a state of lack, well then you're not gonna get more money and wealth just because you're begging God for more money and more wealth. You get that which you're conscious of being. Mm. That's what happens, you know. So if you're conscious, if, if you're conscious of health, whether or not you say an affirmation or not, it doesn't matter. That's when your body will start to reflect. A person who has perfect health, but if you're feeling sick and you're constantly like, "I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed,", I'm healed and you don't feel it, in fact, you feel the opposite. So you, you're you're feeling like you're lying to yourself. Believe it or not, it actually might make things worse. You know. So that's why it's key to make sure you aim for that particular feeling. And so the imagination. Is, is a powerful tool because a lot of people say, Josh, how do I get that feeling though? I say, you just got to practice it. You got to imagine it, right? So, there are certain things that you can imagine that you could all of a sudden, you could feel it, <laughs> you know, like what would it feel like if you, if you got a promotion? So, one of the, the cool examples that Neville would give as a technique is a con- the congratulatory technique, which is like imagine if uh, you wanted to have a promotion. All right, so don't Don't just imagine yourself getting the promotion and your boss telling the promotion. Neville would say, imagine what would like the aftermath. What would happen after you got the promotion, which would imply that you actually got a promotion. So the example he gave would be, imagine that you go and someone, your colleague, your coworker, comes up to you and says, "Hey, congratulations!" And then in your imagination, you literally feel your your coworker's hand gripping your your hand as well and you literally feel the solidity of it right so when you when you shake hands in your imagination it's so real that that you feel it (laughs) you actually feel the sensation neville says that's the state those are spiritual sensations that you want to aim for right it's like it's like if you want to attract like a like a tennis ball you know neville would say what would it feel like to hold a tennis ball so if you were to close your eyes and then you imagine holding a tennis ball in your hand what does it feel like you, you could just imagine it all of a sudden it feels fuzzy and you say okay if mm-hmm. you, could, you could actually sense the sensation okay now all of a sudden I want you to think of or imagine a golf ball what would that feel like and then you feel something a little bit different and then you imagine a piece of silk okay it feels very smooth you could literally feel it he says those are spiritual sensations and whether people realize it or not all those things exist now, or else you wouldn't be able to distinguish and, dis- and discriminate between the different types of things that you're holding, you know, whether it's a piece of silk. And so all you're doing is that you're feeling those sensations because you're trying to reach a particular state. And believe it or not, you might end up <laughs> manifesting a tennis ball or something, because he even gives examples of uh, like one time he was just imagining like a rose, you know, just the smell of a rose. What would the petal feel like? You know, and it would have mm. this like smooth feeling. And he would even smell the scent of a rose. And not too long after that, he gets up on stage. He was speaking somewhere and someone literally comes up to him and gives him a rose to wear on his suit. <laughs> you know, and, and there are stories like that of a lot of people doing that where it, when you want to attract something, you want to be feeling the reality, the reality of it right now. Not something that's in the future, not something that's even tomorrow, but something that's in the current moment, because it's always about entering a particular state. And when you're in that state, that's your reality. It's eventually going to unfold.
0: That is so good. You know, I'm going to be as soon as uh, we can fly again. I'm going to the Maldives. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. But see, Uh in my mind, hey, and I told my listeners, and I ain't going by myself, y'all. In my mind... Uh I've already seen me living in the bungalow, uh, on the go. bicycle, riding. I see what outfit I have on. I can hear the water splashing up against the, bu- I see yeah. me sliding down. So I'm really living from the end exactly, in my there, mind yeah. and in my feeling. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Yeah. So that that's the beauty of it. I like how you said that, the living in the end. And that's where Neville makes that distinction between thinking of your desire and thinking from your desire. That's a huge difference, right? If you're thinking of your desire, it's just a thought. You're not yeah. there. When you're thinking from it, you're there, <laughs> right? And so one of the, my favorite stories, which could, is very similar to what you're just mentioning right now, is that there was a time when there was like this depression that was going on when Neville was living in New York City and he didn't have any money to go to Barbados, which is where he's originally from, and he missed his family. So he was struggling. He literally had nothing, Right, he was broke, and his teacher, his mentor, his name was Abdullah. Um, Neville opened up to him saying he wants to go back to Barbados and be with his family again. And then um, Abdullah said, "You are in Barbados," and Neville was mm. like, "What?" He's like, "You are in Barbados," and Neville thought it was like a stupid thing to say. He had no clue what he was talking about. And so, the point of what Abdullah was saying is that in order to get there, you have to feel it here. Right, You bring whatever is there to the to the present moment. And so what Neville started to do is that as he would go to bed, he would literally imagine that he's sleeping in his home in Barbados. So even imagined it like directionally. Right. So like if you were if he's sleeping in New York City, he'd be sleeping in a particular area in the United States. But he literally felt like he was sleeping in his bed at home in barbados so it's like america was in a particular direction to him you know so when you're able to be in that state of mind that state of being that's consciousness he's entering that state so even as he would do that he would walk around the streets of new york city and in his mind's eye when this is take some practice Mm -hmm. in his mind's eye he would literally see the trees and the homes of barbados in his mind's eye While He's walking around New York City, (laughs) Mm. you know, so that that takes some skill, but you can do it. And so that's what's so powerful about your imagination is that Neville says you want what you want to do is that you want to deny the senses. Right. Even if the reason tells you otherwise. Right. Reason will say you can't do this. You can't do that. He'll say deny the senses, you know, ignore the facts. And that sounds very crazy to some people. Like, what do you mean, ignore the facts? The facts are the facts. Is no, when you ignore the facts and you focus on your desire, when you assume the feeling, of the wish fulfilled, and you continue to persist in your awareness of that particular thing, the facts will dissolve, and your and your desire will harden into fact. And what happened is that with that story is that eventually he was able to book a ticket to Barbados, and he was very happy saying, hey Abdullah, you know, I'm actually going to Barbados, but I'm not going first class though, but I'm still able to go because the money just came all of a sudden from his brother. So that was already a quote unquote miracle. And uh, when he told Abdullah, Abdullah still didn't look happy. He says, you're going, he says, who said you went to Barbados? Oh, who said you're going to Barbados? You, you went to Barbados and you're going first class. Long story short, he goes to the, the boat where, you know, the boat that was going to Barbados and all of a sudden somebody, there was, a, there was an available first class seat for him and he ended up going to Barbados first class. So long story short, the, the message of that is basically that you want to be in a particular state now. You don't wait for the feeling. It's the feeling that creates and manifests the things that you want.
0: Oh, my God, profound. So, so yeah. give, give listeners an example of, in your own life, Joshua, of how, of how you lived in a state and then you manifested what you desired.
1: Yeah, sure. So so this is one of the things that I'm, I'm very, you know, grateful for these experiences, that these are not just theories to me, uh-huh. right? This is something that I've been able to apply it into my own life, even before I heard of Neville Goddard and Joseph Murphy. But I learned a lot of these techniques back in the day. And but one of the things that I was struggling struggling with before was my health. Mm-hmm. And what happened was that back in the early 2000s, I actually, actually was suffering from two things almost at the same time. And I was suffering from something called GERD, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease. So it was a problem with my throat. Right, where I couldn't eat a bunch of certain things and I would always taste vomit and I would have chest pain and Mm. just a bunch of things. I pretty much felt like I had a heart attack. That's where it first started. And then from that day forward, I had all those bad symptoms literally every day, chest pain, severe heartburn, vomit, taste in my mouth, and that just wasn't going away. And on top of that, I all of a sudden had a back injury. And I'm a breakdancer, and so it happened when I was breakdancing. I, I didn't know and, that.
0: I knew yeah, it, yeah. I knew you were <laughs>
1: cool, but oh my god, it comes out now. <laughs> yeah, but thank you. Yeah, so I've been breakdancing since I was uh, twelve, like since elementary school, believe it or not. And so I was at a party, and um, I, I guess I just didn't stretch, and I really screwed up my back at that time. And unfortunately, it was so bad. I couldn't really I could hardly walk Constance and a lot of people were witnesses to that you know who know my story and I was in college at that time so all the time I would get prayers from people from church from the school because I went to a private school they would pray for me. All the time, you know, in the beginning of class, because they would see me struggling. Some of them would see me crying on the floor because I can't move. I can't get up because I had something called a herniated disc.
0: Mm. And
1: what what happened is that it's a nerve problem is that the pain in my back, my spine was like crushing a nerve. And then it it was uh, it was crushing the disc and it was pinching a nerve and it was shooting down like all the way down from my back to my butt, all the way down to my feet. So when I would wake up in the morning, I would literally feel like a bunch of needles in my feet every day. And I would walk around. Imagine a guy in his mid-20s walking around holding onto rails just to get around. Wow. You know, Everyone's like, Josh, just get a wheelchair, get a wheelchair. I'm like, no. <laughs> and I was like, I was like no. And, and, and people were there at where I would literally walk around every day crying, Just walking to my dorm because it was so hard for me to carry my backpack with my laptop. It was that bad. And every night I would go to sleep, almost every night, pretty much, where I would just fall asleep asking God, why? Honestly, I was like, why is this happening to me? I don't think I'm a bad guy. I have Mm -hmm. these back problems, health problems. I can't even eat whatever I want. What's going on? And then I started using these laws, understanding these laws, right? The power of our minds, the power of belief, the power of faith. And that's what I started to do. Just to cut the story short, I just started to imagine myself every day doing the things that I'm quote unquote not supposed to be doing. So because of my GERDs, I'm not supposed to be eating certain types of foods. So what would I do? In my imagination, I would imagine myself enjoying all the foods that I love. No problem. And at the same time, I would also imagine myself with no back problem that I would see myself not just walking, but I would see myself running. I would see myself carrying things, lifting weights with no problem whatsoever. And I would do that so many times, just over and over and over, just believing. And thankfully, and I'm perfectly normal. Wow. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, and that's, that's a testimony. Amazing. I shared it at my And a lot of people who knew me. Um, They were surprised at it, too, because I didn't believe in a lot of this healing stuff back then. So they were surprised of how I ended up becoming. But I know that was a part of my story. That was a part of my journey just to be able to, um, you know, have those types of experiences to to make me become the person that I am today and understand these things and very grateful for where I'm at now.
0: And, you know, the interesting thing, Joshua, with everything that's happening, whether you you black, white, male, female, rich, poor these are all universal laws. Like your mantra is, yeah. the universe plays no favorites. Even during pandemic yeah. times that people can use, right?
1: Yeah. Right, exactly. So that's the thing. The only limits are between our ears. So Ooh. if we have a paradigm mindset, well, it's lockdown, so I'm screwed. It's quarantine, so I'm screwed. I'm not going to be able to make any money. The more you keep saying that, your subconscious is going to be like, Okay, <laughs> right. You get what you believe, and so it eventually your reality will start to reflect that. That's why we have to we have to be very careful with what we say and what we think, because there there are no limitations to this, you know. So thankfully, I'm very grateful that the lockdown and we've been locked down here for several months. It didn't affect us financially. In fact, we actually even did better, you know, because that's just the way my mind was. I, I trained my mind to think that way when when I first I first. Started having a lockdown here in the Philippines. I told my wife, "Oh, we'll be just fine. Everything will be okay." And, and thankfully, we're good. <laughs> you know, health-wise, financially, and we're still helping people. We didn't. We didn't want to fall into these belief systems where it leads people to fear because fear is not good. <laughs> fear, yeah. fear is just something that you know. If people are afraid of getting the the coronavirus, fear shuts down the immune system. You know, so the more fear you you throw out there into the media and you feed your mind and you're so afraid to get out of your house. Don't be surprised if things aren't going to be looking well for you, because like I said, if if you're in a state of being of positivity and and, and high vibration and you will end up on a lifeline where there's always going to be positive things. So this lockdown a lot of people who know me and, you know, they eventually saw me here in the Philippines, they, they knew that nothing really changed for us. Except, yeah, we were in the house a little bit more because we're not allowed to go out mm-hmm. as much. But nothing really changed for us. You know, we were still in high spirits. My wife and I were able to have many good walks at the park when we were able to go out and just enjoy, you know, even though we were limited to go out to further places. So it's like we didn't let the situation bring us down. We it's your choice to decide of how you're going to respond to things because that's the thing when people are constantly having negative things happen in their lives where there's like this ripple effect you know it's kind of like when someone stubs their toe and they're like crap all of a sudden right after that they get a bill and then expect a the bill like oh what the heck and right mm-hmm. after that they get in a fight with their spouse like what's going on you know <laughs> that, that whole rule of three that things happen in threes you know it's like that's not true see so because all these bad things are happening it's not because of that first thing that you You know that quote unquote bad thing that happened to you. Those things had a ripple effect because of that, because of your response to that first thing. Not because of the first thing. It's how you responded to it. It's your relationship to it. So, so if you look at look at anything that that's quote unquote bad, right? Because we're the wording, you know, our experiences, right? If you're able to have a particular positive relationship to to a quote unquote bad experience, then you then there's going to be more positive experiences that are going to come. So things are are really dependent on your relationship to your events. You know what I mean? So even if, you know, like I said, you could have a a, – you get – let's just say you get fired from your job. You're like, well, Josh, what positive thing can come out of that? Well, the way this works is that you want to take joy in the fact that you got fired and be like, what the heck are you talking about? Because this is how reality works. If you're able to have a positive relationship to that – Supposedly negative experience all of a sudden it was kind of good that you got fired because you all of a sudden got a better job Or you started your own business that you've been wanting to do for the longest time So it's always about your relationship to a particular thing. How do you respond to it? And I like what Badim Zeland talks about which is um, his, his book that I did a series on called reality transurfing where it says that every event Has two branches right either. There's a positive branch and there's a negative branch if you have an event you decide how you're gonna interpret it. If you interpret it in a positive way, you're gonna go on the positive branch. If you go on the if you interpret it in a negative way, you're gonna go on the negative branch. So whatever branch you're gonna be on, that's gonna be the lifeline where you're gonna have a lot of circumstances that are gonna be matching that particular thought, you know, that those thoughts that you're radiating. Is this making sense?
0: Profound. I'm just mesmerized. I better Uh. come back to the interview. Wow. This is is, so. So, you know, I'm going to have I'm going to have you back for part two in a couple of weeks. But I understand you have a special just for my listeners. And I want to say even before you tell listeners what it is. I have been listening to this man nonstop and y'all know I don't listen to everybody when I'm walking, when I'm meditating, you know, just over. And it has really shifted and changed me, Josh. It has sharpened some things that I knew and it it has given me more enlightenment. So share with our listeners what your your gift is. uh, What would that look like? How can they purchase it? Et cetera. Sure. First of all, I
1: just want to say thank you for you, Constance. I appreciate our relationship that we have,
0: <laughs> you know, just your, <laughs>
1: you know, even listening to our first interview together and your spirit, you're such a big encouragement to so many people more than, you know, just want to let you know. Well, that. You know and Black- like I told you, off, off Go ahead. Recording, I told you that they're even here that heard of your show because they would approach me while I I was at the mall and like, I heard you on Constance's show, you know, so you're reaching more people more than you realize.
0: Oh, boy, I'm famous in the Philippines. Okay.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yes, I appreciate this opportunity. So for those people who enjoy courses, I created a course called Law of Attraction Mastery. And it's basically teaching you some of these things that I'm sharing here. And you know, where we talk about the laws of the universe. I, talk, I have uh, modules on health, how to hear your body. I have modules on making more money, etc. And so, what I'm giving your listeners is that there's a discount code that I'm going to be giving you guys. Um, there's a link that um, I believe Constance will most likely.
0: Okay. Where you,
1: you just go to slash code. Okay. And guess what,
0: the Joshua. coupon code is just save. Guess what, Joshua? You went out for a What's second. That? You're going to have to come back because okay. we got to hear what this code is. So tell us again.
1: Okay. Yeah, so the website is joshuatongle.com slash course. And then when you get there, what you're going to do is that I'm going to give you guys a code to take off $200. And the code is save 200. And so that's just my thank you to a lot of you guys. And um, yeah, hoping that this course would be able to shift and encourage you guys along your journey.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to strongly uh, really encourage all of you to invest in yourself, you know, to learn and to tap into the laws. And Josh, he's just not teaching from theory he's living this out I call him a little gangster on YouTube you know what I mean (laughs) he he is he got got it going on YouTube and um, he has so many listeners and his videos are just awesome but you are worth the investment what would it be like if you made this investment because I'm going to purchase it myself Uh, what would it be like if you made this investment and you just began to really study and you know really begin to practice and and live in these universal laws I mean by the end of 2020 you could have created an extraordinary wonderful uh, abundant purpose for life so uh, I'm going to have this um, on my website for you to really check it out and and in the details of the show, I will have the information. So go to his website. Give it to us one more time, Josh.
1: Yeah, it's just It's just my name slash course. And then it'll lead you to another website, which is Thinkific. Thinkific is just a platform that holds the course. So, yeah.
0: Ah. Oh. I'm going to have you back in a couple of weeks. Uh, Just love your work. Thank you so much all the way from the Philippines, everybody. uh, uh, Visit me (laughs) at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And this week, I want you to think, feel, and know that something good is happening to me and through me for others this week. So have a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry?
1: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.